Jana Jihad is a 12-year-old Palestinian girl who grew acclaim a few years ago as the world's youngest journalist. As a result of her social media reporting of the atrocities taking place in her village, at the Arab Media Forum, she shares her inspiring story, her hopes, dreams, and the terrible events she has witnessed. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Love and Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love in Dubai, Love in Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Jana, hi. Hi. Welcome to the Dubai Works Business Podcast. Thank you. So you're 12 years old. Yeah, I am. That's fascinating. Like I, you know, you've achieved claim for being the youngest journalist in the world. So tell us a bit about how you started out on social media and. Uh, how, how you've kind of ended up here, I guess. Okay. So, first thing, my name is Jenna Jihad. I'm 12 years old. I live in, uh, in Palestine in a village called Nabi Saleh, and I'm the youngest registered passport carrying drones in the world. Wow. So, I started um, doing that thing when I was seven years old, when I saw that there was not enough journalists to cover things that happened in my village in Nabi Saleh, like when my friend Mustafa was killed by the Israeli occupation forces, when my uncle Rushdie was killed, a lot of things started to happen and the world didn't know about our feelings as children living under occupation, about how we're going through checkpoints every single day, we want to go to our schools, how like we're waking up every single morning on tear gas canisters just bumming near our win- windows. So I wanted to be the voice of those children to be like, to just like uh, have a platform um, to send their message and to send their feelings to the whole world. Amazing. Uh, and you're so articulate, you're more articulate than I am. How, was that taught in the school, the education? Is that how, how you developed it? Or were, you, were, were there other people teaching you or was it just something you grew into? It's something that I li- like, you know, just living under the occupation, never knowing what freedom means or never living freedom. Um, it's something that just, you know, uh, makes us angry because we just want to live like any child in this world. We just want to live our childhood. We just want to play on the street, on the street soccer without um, soldiers just coming and shooting at us uh, because of us playing soccer on the street. We just want to live like any child in this world. So because of that, I became a journalist, and it's something like really weird because and really. It's not normal because we just want to live in freedom. So you want the world, you wanted to tell the story of what's happening around you to a wider audience. Exactly. And how did you do that? Did you do it on social media? Did you have a blog? Do you write articles? Um, so when I was seven, I just got, I just used my mom, my mother's phone. So I um, made a report, um, uh, like with my phone with the camera and then just like spoke for like a minute or two I I don't really remember and then um, I just like started doing it we had weekly um, demonstrations every single uh, Friday and uh, after like two months or something my mom saw like about seven reports on her phone and then she just like uploaded them on Facebook so I started doing it after that like every single week and whatever happens like when I'm going to my school and there are checkpoints I always report it uh, cover it when I'm in my school and um, clashes are happening um, shooting is like happening around the school I always cover it and yeah 
There's some videos of you in that situation reporting on YouTube and they've been shared widely. It looks intimidating environment. Are you afraid? What are you thinking at that point? Okay, so I'm a human and I have feelings and I have fear, like a lot of stuff. So, but like living under this occupation and having a goal that I just need to aim, right? And just need to reach um, makes me... uh, like able to control my fears and don't let my fears control me because as I believe um, like if my fears just like controlled me I'm not going to live I'm not going to be able to resist I'm not going to be able to reach my goal Do you have role models in journalism media are there people that you look up to and you aspire to yeah of course a lot of people for example Oprah Winifrey a lot of other people because like you know it's like journalism itself is like a platform that is pretty pretty hard i believe amazing so what would you like to do now do you want to continue that story like do you want to continue your education are you doing this as well as going to school yeah of course i go to school and um when i grow up i want to be five things in the future (laughs) so (laughs) the first thing i'm going to be uh uh, i'm going to study political science to know more about the governments around the world second thing i'm going to study journalism like of course palestine will be free but i'm going to cover the like the things that happens in other places around the world because i need to um send the message of other children who are suffering around the world third thing i'm gonna um be a fashion designer to design more of the palestinian uh, traditional dresses and make it the fashion for those years and the fourth thing i'm gonna be an artist because you know drawing can send a message in a really beautiful way and fifth and last thing i'm gonna uh, be a soccer player because i love playing soccer (laughs) that's amazing all at the same time yeah (laughs) I, I wouldn't doubt it for a second. It's so inspiring. And you're an inspiration to so many others as well. And children as well. What would you say to them who mightn't uh, be as positive about the future as you are and have hope as you do? How, what would you say to them uh, who, are, who might be listening? Okay, I believe that youth are the genera- the new generation, the generation of the future that can make a change. So I wish that we all can unite and put hand to hand to make this world a world of peace, a world of love, a world of equality and justice to free Palestine, to free the world and to just live our childhood because we don't want any war, we don't want any blood, we just want to live like any child in this world. Incredible, amazing. Uh, what's the proudest piece you've worked on? What's the kind of story or the moments that you're glad you covered that others mightn't have had the courage to cover? Well, I'm not going to really say I'm proud that I covered it because it's something pretty like painful. I believe like the hardest thing that I've co- that I've covered and it was hard but like at least people saw what we're actually feeling was um, the death of my friend the murder of my friend uh, which was in June 6 2018 I woke up at 8 a.m. in the morning 8 8:01 a.m. in the morning and I just looked out of the window and then there were soldiers just like everywhere I just like went um, to the roof of my house and then just looked outside and uh, under my room's window there was my friend which is Ez, he was 18 years old he was like my cousin and my friend we were like and then uh, after that I, he was like literally just walking and there were Israeli occupation soldiers who raided the village from like 6am in the morning or something and then after that they just shot him 
for no reason with two bullets. One, one came in his chest and one came in his neck. And it was summer holidays, so our parents are like at work, and we're just like we're just like only children, children who are like in, in their houses and stuff. So we all just ran down, and then we tried to call the ambulance. Like we were all cl like literally like crying and stuff. It was really painful, and I was like live streaming from the very first beginning, and then I saw them beating him when he was literally dead. They left him for 30 minutes bleeding. Um, they were threatening us, shooting at us, live munitions, um, gas canisters, bump canisters, just because of us trying to call our parents and trying to reach him, trying to help him at, at least. And then they left him for 30 minutes bleeding, and then they arrested his body. After eight hours, they gave us his body, and it was really ter terrible. I'm proud that I sent the message of like our feelings to the world, but I'm pretty like it was pretty painful and it was traumatizing. I can imagine it's terrible, uh, and thank you for sharing it. Um, do you think that other news organizations that obviously you don't work for a, a publication yet yeah. <laughs> uh, until you become a, uh, until, until you, you finish schooling but um, do you think that other media outlets uh, should cover what's happening more do you think that that would help people understand and that would help towards the cause of course and um, that's what I'm aiming for because I as I said in the in the beginning, um, I became a journalist because I saw that there was not enough journalists who were covering what's happening in Palestine. And that's a really great issue. That's a really like huge issue that we um, literally need to cover. So uh, I believe that people have to cover more and because we just need to send the truth to the world. Well, Jana, it's really impressive speaking to you. Thank, Thank you so you. much for your time. You're an inspiration and we'll follow you in the future. Thank you very and much. And good luck tomorrow on the panel. I'm sure you'll be Thank fine. Thank you. Thank you.